some kind of bugs killed Seth? Bees. It's a stinger. What makes you think there's something special about this one? Scores of Brazilians were killed when they were attacked by swarms of the so-called Africanized bees. The Africanized bees attack when annoyed by color or sound. That's the eeriest, most frightening thing I ever heard. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night in the month of April. Right? April. Sure. April showers to you, Mark. Yeah. You're the you're the fool. You yeah, made, you got you, me. You made fools of all of you. You got me. Andrew called me. I know it's like uh, I know it's like the end of April, but I just wanted to say you look you, you you were very foolish this month. Andrew called me on the first and he was like, Gotcha. <laughs> got him. Fucking got like, him. What? And there was like April Fool's yeah, man. Like, <laughs> like, got you, motherfucker. <laughs> And I just hung up hung the phone. Up the phone. And then you were really confused. You called me back. No, I was confused because we were sitting across the table from each other. <laughs> we're at a Denny's. It's like, what are you talking about? No, what I is didn't. Going on? I didn't. I didn't call you. Mark, how's your April going? Andrew, it's wonderful. This is probably the greatest April of my life. Wow. So many good things have happened. I can't even talk about them all. No, they're under lock and key. Yeah. How secretive. Uh, boy. Hellboy came out. It was wonderful. Oh, uh, well, you're going to be real embarrassed. <laughs> Endgame is just around the corner. It, it was shocking the way that they kept some characters dead, but then also let some characters live. It was shocking how the Ant-Man got real small and went in Thanos' butthole. And then, and then got real big, yeah, and, then and then just, then just his butthole blew out, yeah, just, but he was still alive, and he was like, oh, my butt. But then he used the uh, he used the gems. He used the butthole gem to uh, fix his butthole. Yeah. That's it. It's like time, reality, heart. Heart. Butthole, uh, wind, and fire. Uh, I think uh, like math. Yeah, I think math's the fifth one. Uh, knowing, I think. Is... <laughs> but he, uh, I mean, that's why that movie had to be over three hours long. Yeah, we needed... you can't lose the butthole scene. No, like, no, no, that's no. the whole movie. The whole cry. You you use it in the front, and then you know, then you flash back to how did we get here? It's and... interesting because they do set it up. If you watch Iron Man one. They talk about Thanos's butthole being his weakness, oh, see? like six or seven times. But it it was so long ago. People I don't people don't remember it. They're like, oh, I, they they weren't planting the seeds that early. Who cares? Right. They just remember Gary Shandling was there. Mark, what else do you, you remember up the to? Ma- the theme song of the Incredible Hulk? Yeah, is by Butthole Surfers. <laughs> I mean, if that wasn't setting it up, I, I don't mean, know it's what it's else. there. It's there. It's it's, it's, all, the, it's all right. The there. proof has been there the entire time. You know, in plain sight. The facts are in plain sight, Mark. Yeah. Mark, what else are you up to uh, in the month of April? Are you excited for uh, May? May the 4th be with you. Yeah, that's what I say. Am I right? Andrew, Star Wars land at Yeah, Disney. That's exciting. I look forward to... Uh, what, are you going gonna to write a tauntaun? Yeah, I'm going to get in line... Uh, next week, you might as well get get in line now when and it opens. And I'll in be able May. to. Yeah, I'll be well if I get in line next week. I might be able to get there after the summer. <laughs> they are. There's no way that they're going to be able to support the demand for as many. It's just going to be a crush of people this summer at Disneyland. I think Disneyland. I think the Earth can't support that much weight. Yeah, we're going to start tipping toward the sun. It's just going to. The Earth is going to collapse inside of itself, and they'll be like, "It's Mustafar now." Jar Jar was really the whole piece. 
you know, if we can really get Jar Jar working at Star Wars Land, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have it. We'll, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the pieces are there. Uh, you know, I just have to write it. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Land could be fun. It will be fun. I, where the fuck is my Gravity Falls? That's what land. I want to know. Yeah. You want a Gravity Falls I want land? A, I want a fucking mystery shack. Where's my, where's, where's a Tron? Uh, where's my black cauldron? You're right. Yeah. They own Fox now. Where's my Planet of the Apes? Jingle all the way land. You sure that's a Fox property? I am absolutely sure that's a Fox property. All right. When is, when is Turbo Man going to join the Marvel canon? That's what right. I want to know. Yeah. Think about it, When's folks. When's he going to jump out of somebody's butt? <laughs> Yeah, that snail. Yeah, he screams. It's he wants tur- to go so fast. It's he screams. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of Turbo. You're thinking of Turbo, the DreamWorks You're thinking movie. of Turbo Man. Turbo Man from Jingle All the Way. Yeah, he screams. It's Turbo time, and then jumps into Thanos' butthole, and then boom, you got yourself a yeah. movie. Now I go to Disneyland just so I can uh, just uh, walk around. I can get my free button. Yeah, at, at Main Street. And Andrew always tells him it's his birthday and it's his first time being there. And they're like, "You were here yesterday. You're using a." You're using a two-day pass. Yeah. I can see you're wearing the button that we gave you yesterday. <laughs> First time. First time. Happiest place on earth. Do it. <laughs> Fucking give it to me. And then, you know, then I go to Star, I go to Indiana Jones, and I tug on that rope. Right. But I don't ride the ride. Too scary. You get Too scared. Scary. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to. They always say, don't look in the guy's eyes. And then and I'm like, like I, if, I, I don't. What if I just don't go? What if, I, yeah, I don't want to risk it at yeah. all. Then, uh, then I kind of bumble around. I eat a churro. Right. Go over to uh, the tortilla ride. <laughs> Hasn't it's been there in there. a long it's time. Not there anymore. Then I go home. I yeah. just take off. I Call go. To, it a then night. I go to the real. I go to the real fun city walk. Oh yeah, yeah. Universal city walk. Universal city walk. I go to John Lovitz's com- comedy club. You go, uh, go to Bubba Gump. Go Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. I go to Voodoo Donuts. I get real nauseous eating one of their donuts. I'm like, this one has Fruit Loops on it. Yeah, it was seventeen dollars. <laughs> Then I um, I cap off the night with a trip to Margaritaville. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Andrew, what are we talking about today? Mark, uh, speaking of good times, television movie night. It's the goodest time you can have in like 90 minutes using your iPhone or podcasting device. Yeah, while you're driving to, to work. fucking assholes talk about made-for-TV movies. Unless another podcast comes along that does it, then no God, God help us, okay? <laughs> Mark, you and I are going to watch, we watched a, a made-for-TV movie. Andrew and I listen to every podcast we can, just white-knuckle, hoping that Mark Marin's never like, you know what, I watched uh, I watched Mother May I Sleep with Danger the exactly. other week. It's, it's crazy, it's crazy, uh, you know, I, I just want to get to the bottom of it. Uh, you know, and, then, and then we're like, oh, it's over. It's over. Car. It's over. We watch a made-for-TV movie, we're going to talk about it at length. April is the month of disaster films in the made-for-TV movie land. So we watched. Actually, April is the month of Geared and True Blood. <laughs> yeah, really. The, if, if anybody if, has taken over this show, it's it's, it's our and True Blood. It's our patron saint of made-for-TV movies, Geared and True Blood. We watched last time Ants, or it happened at Lakewood Manor. Mm-hmm. Well, we've gone further back into the Geared and True Blood canon. Yes, the the Reservoir Dogs of Geared and True Blood. Yeah, we wanted to see where the th- where the, the the master started. And we dredged up the Savage Bees, in a, and we're going to talk about it at length, in a segment I like to call, well, what do you know? Mark, the Savage Bees. Savage Bees. 
premiered on November 27th. I'm sorry. It premiered on November 22nd, yes. 1976. Yes. On NBC. Not to be confused with Ants, which premiered in 77 uh-huh. on ABC. Also, not to be confused with Terror from the Sky or It Came from the Sky, which is Gwerd and True Blood's that's the sequel, other B that's movie. That's the sequel to this movie. There are overlapping characters, oh, wow. but not the same actors or actresses. <laughs> Just oh, the names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> I guess, it and is, so that we don't have to pay the actors. I guess this is the better one, to be honest. But oh, uh, thank God, the Savage Bees. This was directed by Bruce Geller. Do you know who Bruce Geller is? Yeah, he uh, he was he in bent the... spoons on the Tonight Show. Yes, yes. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Bruce Geller is That's the creator. Geller. Of Mission Impossible. Oh. This guy created Mission Impossible. Still gets a story credit on the thousand Tom Cruise movies. Mission Impossible would have debuted in, in 1966. So it's yeah. been, he's been riding this train and now they're like, I don't know, direct this B yeah. movie. You want to make a movie about bees? We're doing a B movie. He's like, I love Seinfeld. This was written by Garrett and Trueblood, who we talked about at length for Ants. But uh, here's a fact for you, Mark. Oh, yeah? Geared in True Blood is the grandson of General Billy Mitchell, <laughs> who is uh, the father of the United States Air Force. Okay. Isn't Billy Mitchell Billy the Mitchell is also the scumbag. He's the, he's the bad guy in King of Kong. Yes. Okay. He's the hot sauce maverick who uh, fudges his... He's, like, banned from Twin Galaxies yeah. now. What are... What's... What's the number that I put in? Or what's his 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 three-letter acronym that he puts in every time when he wins? Oh. That's right. USA. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a goofy tie all the time. Kill screen coming up, folks. There's a kill screen of this gotta, TV. Put, TV movie night kill screen coming up. We got up a everybody. Savage Bees kill screen coming up. Uh, in case you want to check it out. Savage, uh, Savage Bees kill screen. Now, Mark, the Savage Bees sounds like a real weird animal... Horror film. I was into the Savage Bees when I was in college, but uh, they're mainstream now. Now, do we know of any major motion pictures that were released in the 70s that may have inspired some kind of killer animal trend uh, in the theaters possibly or on Jaws? television? What? What is this? Jaws. I think that was 1975. 75 was Jaws. This is 76. Right. So. Bicentennial, new year, new you. <laughs> big ships. Uh, I mean, big ships for a big man. I mean, Jaws. It there can't be that many similarities because Jaws is about a threat from a larger than life animal force type creature uh, that is being fought off by three experts. Mm-hmm. And that's just not what's in this movie. No, and and they also have to avoid. Alerting the public because there's some bureaucratic big, big event happening yeah, nightmare as well. That's important to the city that they're in. Yeah, All of this stuff. They get the happen. runaround because of the event because they're looking forward to this rather than that. Yeah. This isn't like that. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to bring it up. That's all. This uh, movie stars Ben Johnson. Yes. Ben Johnson from The Savage Bees. No. Ben Johnson. Oh, so from... he's not in The Savage he Bees. He is in The Savage Bees. Interesting. Ben Johnson is in. The Last Picture Show 
for oh. which he won Peter Bogdanovich a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for. Okay, that's cool. In 1971, he's also an Angels in the Outfield for the rest of you rubes out there. <laughs> he has a Southern drawl. This also has Michael Parks. Yes, Quentin Tarantino's favorite 70s Quentin Tarantino movie actor Muse. So, uh, but he's also in a bunch of Robert Rodriguez movies as well. Yeah, those guys like him. They and he's in a bunch a of Kevin Smith movies as well. Oh, well, that means that's the sign of quality. I mean, that's really. That's, if you're in all three of those guys' movies. Michael Parks is in From Dusk Till Dawn. Alita Battle Angel. He's in, <laughs> he's in Red State. Yes, he's in Kill Bill he's Volume Kill... One and Two. Yes. He plays two different characters. He's in Planet Terror. Yes, and he's in Death Proof. Yes, uh, playing the same character from From Dust Till Dawn. Yes, and he's also in Tusk. Oh, of course, one of the mm, good you, stuff. Yeah, Jaws. Look at this. Just mm. giving he me the finger. <laughs> saying it's died like this. recently, if I remember. Michael Parks. Cr- no, he's still with us. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Get off my case, you think? I think we're making this episode. This air, the show will air later, so you well, don't know. Oh, oh God! So I, I don't. I don't want to be. This. I don't want to be talking tales out of school. He died in 2017. Really? Yes. <laughs> really? So was he in Alita Battle Angel, or are you just no, making he that? Wasn't in okay. Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> uh, Alita Battle Angel. My brother Tony made me see that movie with him. My brother Tony, Tony. and he left. Before the movie was over, and he was like, "Yeah, I got to get the kids." And then afterwards, I asked him, and he was like, "Nah, that movie just sucked. I just want to leave. <laughs> he just left." This also has Paul H in it and Gretchen Corbett, who is uh, one of the main love interests in the Savage Beast, the Rockford Files. Oh. Mark, does she go to the zoo with him? Yeah, probably. Okay, <laughs> in that one episode that we watched. Yeah, she goes to the zoo with him, and he's like. Uh, I gotta go back to PCH. And he does like a big J turn yeah. in the parking lot, like cuts a bunch of people off for no reason. I'll be in Santa Monica in three and a half hours. <laughs> Mark, what did you think the Savage Beast? Knowing the the canon, the breadth of Geared and True Blood, like we do of Geared and True Blood. Wh- who? What did you think the Savage Bees were going to be about? Was going to be about? Andrew is going to be about? I thought this movie was going to be because we had watched Ants. I thought that it would be another 70s disaster movie. Mm. In the cuz they already tricked me. This was this was frustrating for me because I thought Ants was going to be a monster movie. It ended up being a 70s disaster film. Mm-hmm. I go into this movie thinking it's going to be a disaster movie. Turns out monster monster movie. movie. Well, Mark, let's uh, dive right in and uh, start digging at these savage bees. Act 1 Scene one, we open up with a Brazilian boat. Yes. Heading towards New Orleans. There's Pulling n- into harbor. There's nobody around. It, wherever the crew is, they, they ain't around. Also, based on the quality of the transfer, it's uh, in space, so, Yeah, I think? Yeah, there's... Uh, there's just an inky black <laughs> void, and then we're, people talking? We're focusing on something. There may have been a moving shadow. I'm not sure. Well, this uh, boat's in the harbor and gets creamed by a larger freighter. Yeah. And... Because it it wasn't supposed to be where the big boys play. Right. You know, they got the big boats. You got a little they, boat. Yeah. What are you, a little boat? <laughs> you a big man? You a little what, man? What do you think? You're a big boat? You know, you're a little boat. So it gets crushed because it was just drifting aimlessly without its crew at the at the wheel. The Coast Guard shows up and they recover some bodies and some people from the wreckage. 
But uh, the crew that was alive just told them to get away. Yeah. They're not sure what it means. You know, they're like crazy Brazilians. It's dangerous. Go away. And they're like, what? I don't. Uh, I, I think. I think they're saying. I think, I think they're saying son of Sam. They're not. They're not speaking English. They're Brazilians. <laughs> they're like, hello, it is us. They're like, I, I just, not, I it's not. I can't not hear I, a I'm, thing. It's, it's, it's close. It's a I can, language I, twins teach each other. Meanwhile, driving around town, we're introduced to Sheriff Don, the Big sheriff, Don. Big Don. Sheriff Don is Ben Johnson, yes. and uh, he finds his, he finds his dead, he finds a dog, his dog, dead in the field. Oh yeah. Then uh, we all... I, I immediately say, oh, God, we're John Wickin. Uh, that's the thing. We're, we're going to John Wick he, this he, movie. First of all, he's driving along, and he just sees an open field, and then you see him hit the brakes and, like, zip back, and he goes and picks up his the, the corpse of his dog, and he's really upset about it. And we're, like, two minutes in, and I'm like, oh, God. Well, because then we, we get flashes of these very quick scenes. That's kind of what Geardin does. He just gives you yeah, 90 just seconds taste. here, 30 just seconds you know. here. Who is this person? What's he about? Next, we see a mom sending her daughter off to church. She's wearing a red dress, and she's honking a horn. Right. She's like, you're going to church to sing. I'm not going to go. I'm, I, not, I'm, I'm not, not a fan. I'm not really. Uh, that's not really my thing. It's more... But you're going to, you go. So yeah. she sends her, her very young, like, five-year-old daughter off to church to go sing, apparently. Yeah. Sheriff Don mourns his dog, and he goes back to talk to his wife, and... He it, says, they killed my dog. Somebody she, poisoned my dog. I'm going to find out who did it, and then I'm going to murder them. Yes. He wants to take the dog into New Orleans. He's, a, he's a the coroner's sh- office. He's a sheriff in a parish outside of New Orleans. He wants to take the dog to the coroner's office to get an autopsy so he can figure out what poisons poison the dog. Right. So he can find out what stores sell those poisons, poisons. find out who bought the poisons, and then burn the entire parish down. Yeah, kill everybody. (laughs) Just from... Yeah, he's he's like, like, honey, I'm sorry. I'm just... I got a John Wick this thing. (laughs) I just... You see... It's the the wickening. I see the goddamn dog. Dog's dead. So I find out the poison. It's it's easy. It's very easy. It's right. it's called police work. Yeah. Right? What do you think I've been sheriff of this it's town like, for thirty they years murder, for? They murder one of my dogs. I murder three of their men. So they uh, he's gonna he's gonna go old John Wick on them. Meanwhile, the Coast Guard they're searching for more survivors. So now we got the elements here. We got Sheriff Don, who is uh, it seems like a nice guy. He's like a nice country sheriff. Yeah. Till you kill his dog. Till you kill his dog, then he's. <laughs> He's, then he's a one man wrecking He's gonna crew. find your banking records. He's gonna find your family. Yeah. He's gonna find he's gonna get every weak point, all right? He says he has a unique set of skills, and that involves searching for poisons, finding out <laughs> finding who killed poisons, my dog, and, and then, then killing those people. Just going and just he'll cut off a toe every day. Yeah. At church, we okay, so this was weird. The girl walks across the field, right? Yes. And the reason that the sheriff thinks the dog's been poisoned is because it's it's bloated and looks terrible. Right. This girl walks across an empty field honking her horn as she goes to the church. Then we get a POV crane shot, or it might even be a helicopter, that pulls up from behind the church and then swoops down. And the girl sees this, looks at the where the POV is, and ah! then runs away. And we hear... We hear it's a camera! <laughs> We hear bees buzzing, so I'm going to assume that we're getting a POV of a swarm of bees Savage coming bees, up, yes. coming up from uh, behind the church. Yeah, they've been stalking her. Which, 
we don't see anyone else attending this church. Was she just going there by herself? Well, you got to get the, you got to do a sound check. Uh, well, you you go, gotta you're going to go in there early. She's yeah, like, you got to do the acoustics. Like, you got to uh, find out. Goddamn mom. I got to l- open up the church myself and turn on the sound equipment. Yeah. Why am I here five hours early for a sound check? I don't know. Right. But she gets, she gets attacked by a, by the, by the savage bees. Are we allowed to, we're not allowed to say that. You can't say, you that. Can't say that. You can't say that anymore. Seventies were a different time. In my notes here, Padre, I said, turn me up in my headphones. <laughs> I can't hear me. They, I said uh, they had a helicopter and they were going to use it. God damn it! Because right. they use, they have a nowadays. This would just be a, they would do it by they would. We got a fucking drone. Send the fucking drone up. But in this, the movement is so specific that that was a pun, right? Bees, drones. No, no. Please cut that. Cut that, please. Because we also get a second helicopter shot where. <laughs> Of that helicopter, yeah, we, BTS. They're shooting a. Cre- <laughs> <laughs> they're like, look how we did this shot. But how did you do that shot? Join our Twitter feed to find <laughs> out. Mirrors. <laughs> no, they they have a second uh, helicopter shot where the helicopter comes over the river mm-hmm. and sees the Coast Guard in the harbor, like pulling bodies out, and then flies past them to land on Don Johnson's. Not Don Johnson. <laughs> Don Johnson, yeah. Uh, ben Johnson's car passing by the harbor in his police car, and then at the same time as he's passing in his police car, the, his the girl walks into the field beforehand. Yeah, so it's cool shot. They're it's like cool stuff. They're like, look, man, we got the use the fucking helicopter, right? We're gonna use the bees or the helicopter. Do you okay? think Gordon wrote that into the script? He's like sick ass helicopter shot, big fucking helicopter shot connecting the coast guard to the sheriff to the little girl. Booyah, motherfucker. Geared and out. And then he doesn't finish the script. Yeah, he just <laughs> drops that off at the office. And they're like, uh, I like the first three pages, yeah. but uh, the other 87 seem a bit lacking. He's the like, director's like, you'll figure it out. How do I bring that line to the screen? Of <laughs> motherfuckers geared and out. The Coast Guard pulls some more bodies out of the harbor, and they find that these guys are covered in huge welts. Yes. They look gross. It's really gross. Leprosy. Yeah, the Coast Guard's like, oh, dead bodies. Ew. Just throw them back in. The sheriff arrives at the coroner's office. One week a year? (laughs) Four weekends a month? That's not what this this is about. This is bullshit. The sheriff arrives at the coroner's office in New Orleans, but young Quincy, he's not convinced. The doc here, who is uh, Michael Parks... Yeah. He's, so he's here's young, the th- here's the hip. thing. Here's the thing that I have trouble with. Okay. Sheriff comes in with his dead dog. Yeah. He says, "I'm a Southern sheriff. My dog is dead. I want an autopsy. I want done. justice." Everybody says. Everybody acts like this isn't what happens in the South every day. <laughs> like sheriff comes in with a dead animal, and he's like, "Use use every medical ability to find out who killed my dog." If I'm Michael Parks, I'm like number seventeen coming right up. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I think I they think, act like it's a little too unusual for me. I think it's if the coroner were in his little tiny parish town, it would be he'd be like, no problem. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll burn the motherfuckers together. Right. <laughs> but because he had to go to the big city, the big, you know, New Orleans, the coroner tells him to piss off. Well, it seems even less. I mean, no, it's even it strains credulity even more that he's in New Orleans because there I assume he's like. So you don't want me to pull an alligator out of somebody's butthole? So pretty normal day, right? The uh, the coroner here isn't the official regular coroner, though. 
Michael Parks is an assistant coroner yeah, who's like on there on a volunteer basis. He's uh, just he, like, he's like, I just like playing with the dead bodies. <laughs> Pinch hitting for the normal coroner. Michael Parks. And the reason Michael Parks is there is because everyone else is out celebrating because it's New Orleans, which means Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras, folks. Fat Tuesday. It's upon always us. Mardi Gras. He's young and he's you know, he looks inexperienced. He's young looking. Michael Parks says, like it's a good thing you're here because I'm giving up cutting up and dead dogs for Lent. <laughs> so you better so, you got sixteen hours yeah, for this to make it happen. happen. He relents. He's like fine god damn it put the dumb thing in there we'll figure out who killed your stupid dog during the autopsy however michael parks finds some really weird stuff in there he's like i don't know did your dog eat a lot of poison (laughs) (laughs) oh that's right yeah that i you know now that i think about it i yeah i guess he he loves he He loves the poisons uh no he finds bees he finds bees in the dog's stomach and bee stingers all over the dog and he says, uh, you got bees? Because <laughs> your dog does. Your dog's got a lot of bees. Does he, do you like eating bees? Right. He asks if the dog was found, like, eating honey like a bear. Yeah, it was like, like, like Winnie the Pooh, yeah. like, stuck headfirst in a honey pot. Did you find a jar that said H-U-N-N-Y <laughs> on it? Is there a stuffed, like, donkey next to it missing a tail? Right. He said, no, the dog was just in a field, and this is what he looked like. And so he's... The doc is a little curious about that. So he calls up Jenny. Yes. Jeannie. He calls her at the crack of like two o'clock two in the, the afternoon. afternoon. She's sleeping She's, it off. Yeah. Nursing a hangover. Uh, She's Je- like, you son of a bitch. Je- Jeannie, apparently the two of them have some history is what we oh, get. Yeah. Jeannie is not terribly excited to hear from uh, young, uh, young Michael Parks, but she's a... Um, like uh she knows bugs she's like a bee expert she's you know local bee expert you know thank god i was i i dated this bee expert for five years and i can ask her about bees he asks the question that we've all been asking can ants i'm sorry no (laughs) can bees kill a dog yes because and if so do you have, tell me before I go to commercial break? Do you have a tape that can reflect this? <laughs> this is terrible. But yes, she says they could, they but could, they never they would. They wouldn't, but they wouldn't. She says they could, but they wouldn't. And uh, he says, well, they did. And she's like, oh. But they wouldn't. And he says, but they did. But they did. And she said, listen, did you study bees? Did you go to Hollywood Upstairs Bee College no, like I did? No, I did not. Look, assistant coroner. Yeah. She says, volunteer assistant coroner. <laughs> Bees ain't going to kill that damn dog. And he's like, well, bees did kill the dog. So this worries her. Meanwhile, the Coast Guard shows up and they're like, I don't know, this poor son of a bitch died. And the coroner and the sheriff take a look at the body and realize that the body is also covered in the same bee welts that the dog was. Yes. The sheriff and the doc go to the New Orleans Police Department to warn them, saying, you got bees. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, motherfuckers. They're like, yeah, we got bees. We got bees, and they're coming. Why didn't they do bees and beads? They could have done it. They're like, yeah, we got a lot of beads. You flash them, and then you get all the beads. And they're like... Yeah, that's good. No, that B. <laughs> that's that, what I'm trying to tell you. Then put that into our uh, Savage Bees uh, reboot that we're working on. Yeah. I want that line in there. So the cop says, yeah, I believe that you got bees, but what am I going to do about it? I'm it's Mardi Gras. I'm some fucking beat cop. And I'm already drunk. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, busting my balls so, here. 
they're so doesn't he tell them he's like i don't know maybe they'll kill people and then we'll be okay and they're like thanks thanks officer he says he's like i would love to put an apb out about bees (laughs) Bees. boy that would really make my fucking day but it's Mardi Gras. We have a billion drunk people vomiting at the same time right. into our wonderful city streets. He said, if you really want to take it up the ladder, go talk to the assistant mayor. <laughs> He'll help you out. The He's... real mayor is is a is an alligator that is also the king of the parade. Yeah. I love the I love the idea of a cop saying, I don't know. Go he says, go over my head. Mark it's like the, I don't give a shit. You and I would do the exact same thing. <laughs> Imagine if someone came at work, came screaming up to you and Guys, like, we got bees. There is a we have a huge problem with mm-hmm. something with the with the tech. Uh, we have to it's it it could cause a major issue. Right, right. Uh so what do you suggest? Uh do you have the EP's email? <laughs> Uh, no, no, that's why I'm coming to you. You you could help me out here. You're, yeah, you're you sh- involved with the tech. You're right? right, you're right. You should find the EP's email. <laughs> so you open up a, 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 a porno- racing a, form? <laughs> pornography. <laughs> B-themed pornography. You're like, uh, I'm mm. on my 20 over here. Yeah, so. I'm sorry. At the lab, Jeannie comes over, and she wants to look at bee specimens. She notices that the bee specimens that she's looking at don't look much different than your standard run-of-the-mill Italian bees. Right. She's like, um, I, I don't, don't know. know. They're the- covered in marinara. <laughs> they have mustaches. They're, they're constantly talking about their mamas. Yeah. Uh, where did you find this bee? And he says, shouting out of a tenement window. <laughs> he was... <laughs> I think the Blues Brothers were downstairs. <laughs> he was shouting at passersby right. at Universal Studios. There's an old-timey cop saying, move it along. <laughs> Jeannie says North American bees can't kill like this, but the doc notices and says, well, it's interesting because there's a guy that died, uh, Mm -hmm. and he was on a boat from Brazil. Yeah, they fished him out of the water. This spurs her to go, we need to run this up the bee ladder. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't she say it was... It was only a matter of time. Yeah, she's like, yeah. She gets this far off look and lights a cigarette and is like... like, I thought this day would never come. Those motherfuckers. They head off to the... They're like locusts. (laughs) <laughs> I've seen into the bees' minds. They're like bees. <laughs> well, of course they're like bees. They're bees. Nuke the sons of bitches. Uh, they decide to head this up the bee ladder. They're like, we got to take this up. Again, to, everybody. We got to take this up the president of bees. <laughs> everybody in this movie is acting like us. Just, just I don't know. I, this Talk to someone else. Way above my pay grade. I leave in like two four months so i'm not really invested in any of this they head off to the national bee stock center <laughs> they head to bee county usa they're like we gotta go to the capital of beetopia <laughs> yeah they, they get t- their money changed they yeah, get their passports there's a whole thing yeah, they get hassled at the gate there yeah. there's a lot of tensions flaring between the united states and beetopia right they decide to talk to an actual bee doctor at the uh, National Bee Stock Center. Right. He's pulling his gloves off. He's like recessive. We- oh, it's like, oh, it's breathe, not- breathe, Daddy. Breathe, you son of a bitch. And he shocks a bee. Like, son of a bitch. And then he rips his gloves off, walks away, and then bzz, bzz, bzz. And he's like, that's right. I'm the best in the business. He, uh, he, He's like, um, they say, look, we got bee problems. And he said, oh, man. You're gonna. You're in luck. You're in luck. I've got something. Check that I'll this answer out. All of your questions. Shakes a VHS tape at him. 
He's got his own goddamn tape. Now, Andrew, I te- I texted you. And I was like, good God. Because <laughs> Gordon Trueblood uses this exact method. He knows the format. How do you we get... Know, okay, so... How do you get... Ex- how, how, if you know a better way to get exposition out, I'd love to I'd hear love it. I'd love to hear it. No, we need scientific reasoning as to what the deal is. So this guy would have a tape about the the issues of bees. It just doesn't make any sense to me because they go to this guy mm-hmm. who's an expert. Couldn't he just tell them, like, if you're writing this out, couldn't he just say, all right, this is what's going on? But instead, he's like, oh, thank God. I have a, I have a watch, video presentation. Watch this, yeah. That, and then it's his own narration. Exactly, he points out that it's his own narration. Stuff, and I'm like, what? Well, Why no, is this happening? See, what I would do is I would make the bee doctor a bit of a glory hound. And then I would cut to reaction shots of him watching them watching it. Huh? Huh? <laughs> then it would explain why he's so adamant about showing them this tape because he's more concerned about them, like evaluating his narration than the actual information in the or, video. Or there should be insane editing. And he's like, <laughs> I I did that. <laughs> yeah, his his name comes up yeah. first, and then again, what do you think? <laughs> Did you like the part where it exploded? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he asks them what they think, and they're like, oh, it's terrifying. Can bees do that? And he's like, no, I meant the editing. <laughs> it was really good, right? Did uh, you notice my cross-cutting? Yeah, yeah, I like I like Star Wives. They're great. <laughs> he's like, I'm not really in the notes space right now. <laughs> uh, the tape explains that African bees somehow, and they ended up in South America because they were trying to start an experimental colony down there. Right. And figure out what they can do with these very aggressive African bees. Well, the African bees got loose in South America and started breeding with the local, more docile colonies of bees in South America. Right. Which led to rampant, aggressive colonies starting to take over South America. But they had no idea that they would get savage. Andrew, did do you remember in the 90s there being local news stories? This might have only been a Southern California thing, but there were local news stories in the 90s when I was a kid about, like, Africanized Oh, no, they, they were coming to killer bees. Killer bees were going to start in the South and then move their way North. Yeah, they, yeah. Were just, they would talk about this all the time. So this predates that significantly. Yes, but I'm confident that there were probably similar stories about Africanized bees that were coming to murder us all. Yeah. Also, they point out that bees hate the color black and red. They also hate sound. And the bee doctor uh-huh. has to say that they, the African bees are so close to the docile Italian bees that they actually have to use a computer to figure out which is one and which is the other. So Mama Mia. Sometimes they, you can get confused. You see a bee, you think it's one bee, and it's actually a different bee. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's real. Tech, we're all bees, Mark. I'm a bee. I'm a bee. I'm a bee. I'm a bee. The sheriff decides to go back. Just look for the bee that's throwing a pizza in the air. Yeah, and you're like, that one's fine. Leave him alone. Leave him. Leave him alone. Yeah. The sheriff goes back to his parish and decides to use his cops to look for bees. He says, "Here's here's what we're doing. Bees killed my dog. I told my wife that I'm gonna find the killer of the dog." It's going to look bad if I don't go back without killing every goddamn bee. <laughs> no, he's going to kill the bees that killed his dog. So he's there's that final shot where he's like, it's been revoked and he shoots a bee. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> the bee doctor also suggests that uh, they can't. 
panic anyone. They can't. They're they're like we can't. He says, don't raise the red flag. Don't, we don't want. yeah. Don't raise a scare. Don't make people panic. They say why not? He says, I'm glad you asked that question. Like, I got another, I've got a VHS right I got a here. Film strip here. He also worries, however, I've that got a Tijuana Bible that answers that question. <laughs> like oh no. Why do they I have don't breasts? Want, don't do oh. that. Is that the Cheerios honeybee? Uh, oh god. All right, I'll take a look. <laughs> oh, tasteful. They he warns he warns he's like don't raise the red flag because panic could cause a bigger issue where <laughs> people just start firing their guns indiscriminately at bees. Right. He makes it obviously. I know what they're worried about. He's like, you don't want to kill all the bees on the planet, but they give these Mardi Gras people too much credit to be like this drunken mass is going to kill every bee on the. Which is really what would happen is they they'd be drunk, they'd run over to a bee. <laughs> A beehive, get attacked by bees, cry, fall down, and walk away. But in their minds, they're like, oh, people can kill all the bees. They would wake up, they would suffocate them in the night. He, But he also says that he's worrying that the swarm is heading towards the bee stock center, Beetopia, and they're going to start breeding with the bees they got there. seeing you. (laughs) What's the buzz, fellas? (laughs) Many, yeah, he's got garage wire. Yeah. Yeah. They don't merely sting. They want to kill, all right? Yeah. That's the stakes here. The sheriff goes and starts knocking on doors, and he talks to one woman who's got bees in her backyard. Big old, like a huge just like, nest of problem. these things. This shouldn't be happening. It, it's one of those things where like you, you're worried you're going to touch the walls of the house, and they're going to be warm and like yeah. paper thin because the bees have just like started building a, a, a hive throughout the entire building. Oh, yeah. The house is mostly bee. She, so the sheriff goes to the backyard and he's, he's <laughs> unlatches worried. his gun. He's going to shoot this high. He's like, all right, if I give you the signal, I'm going to need you to run. But yeah. he throws her a gun as well. <laughs> no, he looks at this hive and he's like, oh, these these might be the bees we're looking for. Yeah. And her dopey son walks in. He's like, hey, sheriff. Good to see you. And Wait. he's like, no, get away. Stay They're, away from the bees. We got bees. <laughs> And he like walks right in underneath the bees, and he's like, "Oh, they're them's just bees," <laughs> and they don't attack him. So, yeah. which leads the sheriff to believe that they're the Italian bees. But the size of this nest, I'm like, "No, Something's man, you still gotta, wrong. You gotta, you gotta get an exterminator. Yeah, that's that, still, that's, it's gonna take out the still overhang. not right." Andrew, classic writing, classic. Build tension, yeah, make people nervous, and set then, up the stakes. And then immediately deflate him. Just undercut him. Cut no, him out. No, no. That dopey son's, he's, he's, he'll live another day to swallow bees in a yeah. later date. Meanwhile, we cut to a farmer who's pulling some driftwood out of a river. And he's got a red, tra- a loud red tractor, huh? folks. Okay. All right. See, the color red, you know, we're telling a story here. A red it's, and it's, black tractor. It's visual storytelling. Hate. He gets attacked by a bunch of bees. Dives uh, into a river. But they just start attacking him underneath the water. The bees have scuba gear. Yes, they they all wear wetsuits. Yeah, they 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 were there to begin with. It was it was an infiltration mission with them. And then after they kill him, the bees fly out, take off the wetsuit, tuxedo, tuxedo underneath. underneath. Yeah, this is actually the actor that is playing this farmer is uh, the uh, the bee expert that was hired by the movie. Yeah, I read a bunch of uh, 
behind the scenes stuff on IMDb, mm-hmm. almost everything was probably written by this guy. Because <laughs> it's like the bee expert was amazing. Are you trying to tell Those me? Those are real bees. Oh, oh, uh, oh you're, you're saying, I, I thought you meant he wrote most of this. And I was like, Geared and Trueblood would not let that happen. No, no. I think he wrote the, the behind the scenes info. <laughs> That's like, this bee guy was amazing. He's like, when the farmer jumps in the water, you can see his nine inch penis for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, look for that next time. Yeah. Slow down. Slow down that footage. Act two, the the Doc and Jeannie head over to talk with the assistant mayor about bees, but he gives them a bunch of bureaucratic runarounds saying, Michael I got a parks almost walked off the set because the bee handler was cooler than him. <laughs> like, he said, I can't live up to this. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. And then he got in his car and he cried for a little bit. Yeah. The uh, assistant mayor gives him a bunch of runaround. He says, "We got to run up the chain. We got to, we got to, we got to see who's gonna, who's gonna bite. You know, EPA's got to get involved. This, this might take a couple months." And Michael Park says, "We need action now. We got to kill every last one of these motherfucking yeah. bees." Andrew, were you disappointed when we saw Mardi Gras floats go by and the King of Mardi Gras wasn't a bee? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great reveal? Yeah, that would have been awesome. Or like uh, the local. They've been planning it. The sports mascot for mm-hmm. the local high school is a is the Hornet or something like that. Ah, yeah. And so when the the when so when he says <laughs> there's, there's a killer bee, they like turn to they, the mascot they, and they start beating him with baseball they bats. Shoot him a bunch of times. Back at the parish, the mom from before flags down the sheriff as she hasn't she hasn't been able to find her daughter. Daughter's yeah. missing, so they head off to look for her. Back in New Orleans, the doc wants to talk to the press because he's like, the assistant mayor's no help. You got this goddamn bee doctor who's only worried about his goddamn narration. We need action, folks. Right. So there's a man on the street camera crew, mm-hmm. and Michael Parks runs over and is like, I'll give you a fucking story. You want to hear some you real wanna, shit? You want to know what this is really about? It's about the fucking bees. <laughs> Where are the bees, folks? And they're like, Oh yeah, this guy seems good. <laughs> yeah, point the camera here. Uh, yeah, well let's let's just go live. We're yeah. gonna go live. Yeah, the other sixteen drunk people that staggered up to us to tell us we we don't know what the real story is. Not stories, but this guy. <laughs> They're like, uh, there was an assassination attempt on the president. No, yeah. no, no. Cut, no we're gonna no, cut no. into that. We need we need this <laughs> this fucking guy in a seersucker suit <laughs> talking about bees. No, they uh, they they're about to interview this guy, and Jeannie calls the bee doctor. And he's like, I told you fucking assholes, don't don't raise the red flag yet. Yeah. He also says He's that, at a moviola. I'm in the middle of something. Like, I'm cutting this. It takes longer. It's the 70s. It's linear editing. He says that a bee expert from South America is coming up and sure. he's gonna be here tonight. Yeah. And he's gonna have the fix. So you need to play it cool until this guy shows up, all right? So she runs over to the interview and uh uh Call tells my tells the reporter that Michael Parks is an unhinged crazy man. Yes, that is not a doctor. Do not believe anything this man right. says. He is uh, he's he's killed before and he'll kill again. <laughs> she says, "Is that camera running?" They say, "Yes." She says, "Baba Booey, Baba Booey." Howard <laughs> Stern's penis, Baba and then Bowie. runs away. <laughs> Back at the parish, the sheriff gathers up a posse to search a field, the field for the little girl, and uh, but but he's got he's like all right. So we've got bee masks on. Yes. We got our, our bee protection gear, our our bee, bee rocks in case we see bees and we'll just throw the rocks at them. <laughs> yeah, that'll kill them. And then he's like, and if push really comes to shove, 
He has a guy with a flamethrower. Yeah. And they're like, if the bees attack you, run towards the guy with the flamethrower. And this guy... <laughs> He'll this, take care of them. This guy's going to do something. He's going to settle their, their hash. <laughs> All right? You want, some, you want some hot honey? This guy's got it. They, uh, the posse scans the field, and they eventually find a ribbon and a horn and Aww. the girl's body. The, oh, uh, they, they find the girl's body? Yeah. I thought they only found the ribbon and the horn. No, I... And I was like, wait, so the bees li- they lifted, lifted her the whole to bo- heaven. the girl to no, heaven? So they find a ribbon, and they find the horn, but when they look at it, I, this was confusing to me, but when the sheriff walks away... The, the there's a group of them that are surrounding this area that are oh, all looking at the ground. That makes sense. So when he goes back to talk to the mother, he gives her the ribbon and the horn and doesn't say anything. The implication is that the girl has been killed by these bees. But as soon as the, the, the coping process starts to happen, he's like, they're there, they're there. This truck comes screaming up and they're like, Sheriff, <laughs> our, our deadbeat drunk dad slash husband is yeah, gone. Yeah, stealing wood. <laughs> He was <laughs> well. You want you want him to grab to wrap the mother in his arms, right? She's weeping openly. He sa- he pats her on the back. He says, "They're there." We have a shot of the sheriff holding the woman in his arms. She's looking behind him, and then as he's looking thoughtfully in the distance, we see the guy with the flamethrower just burn <laughs> the body. He said, he's the sheriff said to burn anything related to the bees. <laughs> There's a lot of bees on this thing. So he has to now head off and find another dope who has somehow died in the process because of these bees. The sheriff calls the doc and gives him the news and then heads off to the banks where the tractor was to look for another bee body. The banks of the river. Uh, yes. He's going to save Mr. Banks. <laughs> It wasn't the it wasn't the children. It was the bees. He's saving the bees. Jeannie goes to uh, the airport to pick up the South American bee doctor. Right, and uh, he's a bit standoffish because she's like, "This scene is utterly to, meaningless." She's, right? They're stopped in traffic because of a big parade, and this guy seems it's Mardi Gras. It's Mardi Gras, and so they're stopped in traffic, and she's like, "Oh, it's nice of the city to throw a welcoming parade for you," like trying to cut the tension. Yeah. And he has none of it. He doesn't give a shit about any of this. He's like, I am here for one purpose and one purpose only. That is the bee. If you come with me, if, if you, you want, want to, to kill bees. bees. <laughs> come with me if you want to buzz. <laughs> the South American bee doctor has a case with him, which he says, hopefully the answer to your problems is in here. Right in here. I hope it's a gun. <laughs> like, Another flamethrower. We think of that. Just a bigger gun. The posse looks uh, up and down the river at night, and they pass by a large swarm that they fail to notice. Mm -hmm. But then they find the body of the farmer and note that even underwater, the bees went after him and stung him up. They got him. They got him. Back at the uh, the bee center. Yeah. The Bee Institute for Bee Technologies. (laughs) BTI. The South American doctor notes that He's got his own fucking suit, folks. <laughs> he says, <laughs> "I got I I so, look. I saw the schematics. I, right. I saw him floating around online, and I said airtight seals. Well, crab again, crab hands again. Gordon Trueblood uses special specialty suits in ants. Like this is his answer to everything. He's like, I don't He's know. Like, it's a, they it's watch a video VHS tape tapes, and, and they somebody have a special with a suit, suit comes in. Okay." 
And where did we learn it from? John Travolta yeah. and that kid that jerked off a lot. <laughs> what do you want from me? He notes, he says he's got his own special suit uh, with, with schematics, as I have here. And he says, here's what he's going to do. I'm going to put on the cool suit, all right? All right. I'm going to walk step around. Step one. Step one. Cool, cool suit. suit. Look, step this one, two. This one has wings. Infiltrate I, a local high school. <laughs> step three, challenge a local bully to a push-up <laughs> contest. And then it'll solve itself. Everything should work out from there. He opens up his case, and he's got a bunch of bees in there. And he says, here's what I'm going to do. He's like, I'll, I'll catch your bees. <laughs> I'll find him for 10. <laughs> he is going to put the suit on. For that, for that, you get the thorax, the stinger, <laughs> the whole damn thing. He's going to he's gonna put the suit on. He's going to go into the, the swarm. Yes. And he's going to replace the Africanized queen with a docile queen. Right. And with a new queen in the colony... Hopefully the bees stop being so aggressive, and then when they breed, they will also not pass on any aggressive traits because the queen has been changed out. Right. He says it's a simple. Uh, I mean, we're we're doing we're doing a prince and the pauper. We're doing a Dave here. That's right. Yes. We're replacing yes. It's the a body head double. of the state. We're just switching it out. This queen had a heart attack. He's in. She's in a coma. Yeah. She's gonna get we're another gonna queen. The other day, we're gonna put, put the other queen in. She's gonna be. She's pretend. gonna be really affable. She's gonna. She's gonna go to an auto factory Damn, and she's gonna play dude, with those big arms. Big arm thing. It'll be great. It'll be fun. It'll You'll be a lot of it. fun. He says the reason I have to do this is you can't just go in with a gun. He's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> keep you, the gun. Though. You can't go in with a gun and and just kill all the bees that you can because. If you do that, they'll spread, and then you're going to risk spreading the More rest of these bees. African bees across yeah. the country. So you need to col- you need to collect every single one of these these aggressive bees, and the way to do that is to change their queen out. They'll follow the queen. They won't be they won't be bastards to everyone else. It sounds like a crappy plan, but whatever. Sure. Meanwhile, he, he's got a shiny suit. He, well, I mean, that is. I mean, Dude, it, where's it, your suit? There are fingers on this suit. Yeah, it this isn't just a big fucking hands. mop and claw. The city council of the parish that the sheriff's in shows up, and they suggest to the the sheriff, they're like, "This is this is an unnecessary scene because it doesn't get us anything." I guess it just shows what the sheriff is interested in, right? It the city council shows up and says they've heard some issues about bees, mm-hmm. and they basically tip the sheriff to say, "So if there is some kind of evacuation plan, boy, we'd love to get a heads up first. Seeing as how we're on the city council, mm-hmm. the sheriff says, I got an idea for you. Why don't you go piss up a row? <laughs> he says, I'll be right back. Then he shows up with a flamethrower. Yeah, and says, kills them all. This is what I would do to those bees. He says, uh, he says, boy, there's nothing more than I would love to see across the river from these bees is your fucking fat asses. So why don't you go back to your constituents and live your life and do whatever, because I'm doing my goddamn job. He throws them out of the police off the police, the sheriff's the, station, the police station, and they say, "You know what, sheriff? You're gonna go too far one of these days." <laughs> yeah, this scene is so strange. I don't know if this is some kind of like sequel setup or to show that the sheriff is more interested in he's he's not gonna Maintaining get power. bogged down in local politics, and he's just like, "I want people to be safe." 
there is no priority. I, I don't I don't know exactly yeah, what this is. Yeah, I don't know is. what this does. Just to show that he's a maverick. He's a loose cannon. Right. I feel like this is a scene from a previous draft that somehow made it in where he maybe he went to the parish's city council and they gave him the runaround and then he decided, fuck you, I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. The doc heads off to Jeannie's place and they get flirty flirty. Mm. She says it uh apparently it took a swarm of killer bees to bring <laughs> to you back. back into my life. And he says, "Well, it just took me seeing you again." Aww. Aww. You know what to say. So then they have a kiss. Smoochy smooch. Yeah. The doc then heads off to the sheriff's office with a bag of liquor. Sure. <laughs> he says, you want to get messed up? And the sheriff's like, no. Yeah, he's is. like, well, <laughs> more for me, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, that's just mouthwash. It's oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. Rubbing alcohol. The sheriff says he's trying to think like a bee. Where these bees might be <laughs> heading. <laughs> the way to catch a bee is to be a bee. <laughs> so then he like, and then he like puts on one of those kaleidoscope eyes yeah. and then just sits there and just. Just looks around. Michael like, Park says, which one of us is drunk? He's <laughs> like, quiet. I'm being a bee. Oh, jeez. He says uh, that he's like, there's a big flower patch off of I-33. <laughs> Maybe they're going to go there. If I was a bee, <laughs> that's where I would, he's like, again, be. He's like, I want to search every Frank's <laughs> Frank's garden, mm-hmm. every Home Depot, oh, yeah. every outhouse, doghouse, <laughs> garden, nursery. I want actual children nurseries, all right? Search them all. The doc thinks that they're heading towards the big bee center, you know, in Beetopia. Of course. Act three, the team gathers up to go patrol for bees, all right? right? We're going on the bee search. The bee team is here. Ah, oh, Jesus. So they've got... Radios. They've got all. Like, they've got all the heavy hitters. <laughs> like they got B doctor. Right. They got B expert. They, they got, got G. Cor- they got South American B doctor. Right. They got coroner. the sheriff. They got the coroner. They got um, a video. A VHS that- tech. <laughs> yeah, they've got yeah. They've got a VCR. <laughs> the South American doctor suggests to not make noise, and he says if you're attacked by bees, the your vehicle is the safest place to be. Okay? He also says they are airtight, sealed capsules. Yeah. You can send these things to space. You'll be perfectly <laughs> You'll be fine. fine. He also says, uh, "I want you to check in every 15 minutes, like they're on the hunt for Michael Myers or something. <laughs> and they'll, they'll come up and get you when you least expect it." And then they, they, he also gives them a code word. He's yeah. like, if they're if they're bee replicants, <laughs> the, then I ask him for the code word. We're going to shoot yeah. you on sight, so know your code word. It's like the they're like we have to test everyone's blood, right? right? <laughs> After a while, the group doesn't find anything, so the South American doctor and Jeannie head off in her red Volkswagen uh-huh. Beetle. The doc and the bee expert find a dead chicken and a symbol on the ground and ta- tell everyone <laughs> over the radio. But the sheriff says, "Don't touch it. That's voodoo." Yeah, we don't. That's from. That's also from another script. Yeah, there was like we had a. They, they had all these like weird characters. They're like we had a voodoo doctor and yeah. like a cowardly city councilman, and so they told Geardin, they're like, "It's only ninety minutes. It's not. It's not three hours." He's Aww. like, "Fuck." He's like, "I'm. You only pay. You pay." Geardin writes what he writes. All right. You all can right. only remove. Geardin will not change. I already killed the. <laughs> already killed the chicken though so you're using that so <laughs> so they, he says we're gonna need all the help we can get don't touch the uh the voodoo, voodoo. sign you know it's New it Orleans. just comes out of nowhere yeah because because they look at this chicken they're like w- we see a dead chicken 
they're like, well, do you see anything else? And they're like, oh. And then they look over and the camera pans with it. And yeah. it's like, and Burned a big candles. symbol on the ground. Uh, yeah, we see uh, like a doll with a bunch of push pins in it. Right. Um, the South American doctor spies a dead horse in a field. Okay. And he sees a hot dog shack. And uh-huh. he's like, he's like, that's what the bees are. I'm hungry. <laughs> he's like, you want any? You're buying. Yeah. They use the car. He's like, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to sit on the hood of the car. Mm-hmm. You're going to roll I'm it. I'm going to put in my spacesuit. I'm going to put my spacesuit on. You're going to roll up the car. You're going to stop the car. I'm going to get off the car. You're going to roll up the windows. You're going to lock the doors. You're going to close the vents. I'm going to go in my suit into the hot dog stand. Don't make any noise. I've got... Don't get out of your car. Right. I've got the queen. I've got the docile queen. I've got a gun to her head. Anybody makes any (laughs) sudden movements and she's gone. Meanwhile, they've set up a blockade around the hot dog stand, but two fucking... Two drunks. Mardi Gras fucking revelers come screaming past going... Monica! Woo! Andrew, uh, otherwise known as you and I, show up in the movie. <laughs> honk, 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 honk. Yeah, fuck you, police! <laughs> you fucking pig! Honk, 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 honk. Show me your warrant! They, uh, they're dressed as pirates. They are dressed as pirates. They blow past this blockade. No, you and me are the police officers <laughs> who then they have a conversation. They're like, oh, the chief said not to let anyone through here. Well, what should we do? They're like, and one guy's like, we should call the chief. And the other guy's like, Nah. <laughs> What's he gonna do about He's like, it? These, yeah, exactly. He's like, these things tend to sort themselves out. Well, yeah. Also, it's like, he told us to block the roads. We blocked the roads. They didn't they take the road. They drove around the road. What are we gonna do? So, they, that's, we, that's on him. Yeah, that's we did on, the right thing. The road was blocked. They, they didn't say block the, 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 the path around line. here. The craziest part of this as well is that there's a huge plot hole in this that today's Ash Wednesday when this is taking place. Right. And meanwhile, these fucking assholes apparently just got out, left New Orleans, and were like, fuck it, man. We're going through the bayou. I, I'm sure these guys don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. I'm sure they think they're going to Bourbon Street <laughs> when they're driving as far away from it as possible. Inside the hot dog stand, uh, the South American bee doctor sees that the owner's dead, and he sees a big wall of bees. <sighs> So he goes in and he's quietly muscling through these bees, like checking each bee to see, are you the queen? Looking for a crown. Are you the queen? No. (laughs) He's like diffusing a bomb in there. Meanwhile, these (laughs) These fucking fucking assholes, these dirtbags come rolling up because they're like, I'm hungry. I want hot dogs. Yeah. Which I guess this is one of those things that you would do if... You were in the fucking sticks, and you just saw this, like... There's a hot dog stand. I would never... That's what the hot dog stand is for. I would never... Like, I have lived in enough kind of burned-out industrial areas that if you see, like, an old antiquated Coca-Cola sign or Pepsi sign on a building... Uh, and it says a bar. More than likely, that that thing has been closed for decades at this point. Yeah. (laughs) So they're like, fuck it, I want hot dogs. So they come screaming up in this thing and go up to the window. <laughs> and then the woman in the in the VW is like, oh, oh no. Shit. She's calls over the radio. She's like, she's like, John Doe has the upper hand. Because <laughs> uh, then, because she's like, some fucking idiots are here. They're going to mess this whole thing up. Because she's like, I thought there were roadblocks. And then those guys check in and they're like, well, there were, but you know, <laughs> we, we take blocked, the road. We blocked the road. 
They go up to the window only to see this man in the spacesuit in a big fucking just metric ton of bees. And he's like, get out of here, bees. <laughs> this girl screams and bees start attacking bees everyone. Attack her. This goes on for like 10 minutes. Not long enough in my opinion. Oh my this God. could have been the whole movie. Fucking ever. Because these bees are just are, are stinging and swarming around these two idiots. And also the guy in the spacesuit. And it's just... She's like screaming and She's clawing screaming. in her face. Like, and the, the guy that's dressed as a pirate is swinging his sword around erratically. Swinging erratically so much that he manages to puncture. So, okay, hold on. <laughs> what? He didn't say it was sword proof. He said it was bee proof. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, so this guy is dressed like a pirate. He has a sword. Yes. He's getting attacked by bees. He yes. swings around. He punctures a hole in this guy's tight, you know, puncture proof suit. Bee puncture proof suit. Bees go in through the hole and kill him. Yes. They kill all three of these guys. Yes. You're a drunken reveler that is going down to Mardi Gras. Yes. And you bring a real fucking sword? Andrew, it was the 70s. First of all, where are you going to get a real fucking sword? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I never hear a story about somebody in Louisiana with a real fucking sword getting arrested. Okay. so Because it's these two, like young 21 year olds and they're dressed like pirates and they're like you know it'd be cool we'll get real swords we'll get real fucking swords and just go get fucking ripped on bourbon <laughs> yes we're that's gonna, what mardi gras we're is we're gonna go beat up that that guy in the bee costume just like the pope wanted <laughs> that's right we're gonna eat nothing but beignets i'm gonna hold up a guy with my sword <laughs> we're gonna bang in the like a back alley under a daiquiri bar yeah it'll be great and then we're gonna <laughs> We're going to piss off the local police department. And then we'll grab a dog afterwards. Yeah, we'll get a dog, you know, and then head back to school. All three of these jerks are dead. And so there Jeannie goes, is watching. The, yeah, there goes the plan. There goes our expert. Yeah, he gone, along with the these two people that just wanted hot dogs. Right. And they were probably going to hold up the place with the sword as well. <laughs> they weren't going to pay for those hot dogs. So... Jeannie slams her head on the honestly, dashboard. And honestly, frust- these assholes were going to die no matter what. Because let's say everything goes according to plan. There is a hot dog stand. Mm-hmm. What's the likelihood that this guy's like, put the, put the hot dogs on the sword. I want to eat it like a shish kebab. <laughs> and then he just stabs himself in the throat. And she's like, you're doing good, babe. You're, you're doing, so you're doing hot. good. You're doing you're good. You're so hot. So Jeannie smashes her head on the steering wheel in frustration, but because it's a piece of shit uh, VW the bug. the DeLorean starts up. <laughs> she, um, uh, she sets off the horn. Right. And it's a red VW bug, and she's making a loud noise. There's nothing bees hate more. Than, than uh, German automobiles. <laughs> they said Farfanugan. Yeah. More like Farfanogan. Cut that. Buy a, buy a Buick. That's what they're saying. Yeah. They said... Going downtown, gonna buy a Mercury or two. Crazy about a Mercury. Lord, I'm crazy. You know that song? Lord, I'm crazy about a Mercury. So now the bees are attacking her car. Yes. She starts freaking out because she forgets. She's, a, the she's in an airtight capsule. Again, yeah. this is, it's, do you know that the Apollo 11 mission, they was, were, it was just, they were originally gonna send up an Edsel. just a cougar. <laughs> they just, they just, just put it's it, just a Mercury cougar. Strapped it to a rocket, sent it into space. The bee expert, who after uh, the, the police squad has come rolling up as well and set a blockade around the the goddamn car, which is being surrounded by bees now. Andrew, they did you leave out the scene where he shows them the diagram 
and it says uh, spacesuit, not sword proof. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's he. Well, there was a lot of labels on it. It was yeah. like monster truck wheels, uh, robot arms. And then it was like video game system inside soda suit. dispenser. <laughs> McDonald's. They somehow he built a McDonald's in his suit. The bee experts suggest, well, we can't really kill the bees, but we can freeze them. And they said, well, and, and then he starts talking it out. It's like one of those things when you're like, you know, there's no bad ideas, no bad ideas. And no, then it's, as, as soon as he says it, he's like, we could freeze them. It's a, I, it's a dumb idea. It'll never work. Just pretend I didn't say anything. Well, he's, he's writing the script at this point. He's like, okay, all right, now what? Uh, they fire the bees at the moon. No, no, no that's no, not good. No, that won't uh, work. The, it's Mardi Gras. Uh, they, what, uh, the, they uh, throw beads at the bees. Uh, what if, it, what if the bees are like devilish? So now it's Ash Wednesday, and they throw like holy water on the bees. Okay, all right. No, no not that not either. Work, okay, what about work. the? What if they get the bees cold? Okay, all right. So how would? Okay, so we're in the middle of nowhere. We're by a hot dog stand. How do we get bees cold? She could turn on the AC in the car. No, because she'd have to open the vents. No, and then the all bees right. would come in. No, no, yeah, no. Hold that's on. Good. So uh, she starts. He says, well, we can't we can't just freeze them because we don't have a freeze gun. Right. And it's not going to be cold enough for that. And also, we if you make it too cold, if you like put them into you lure them into a place that's already cold, they they're not going to go in there. So we yeah. need to put them into a place and then be able to lower the temperature steadily in that place. And the the doc suggests, well, you know what you- I always say <laughs> when the saints go marching in. And he gives uh, Ben Johnson a high five. He says, I don't know why we high five, but I want to be supportive. Can't leave you hanging. He says, well, haven't you been watching the football games? We got a big fucking Superdome that we can go to. And I'm thinking to myself, fuck you. That's that's a terrible. What what about a high school gymnasium? Are those air conditioned? No, no. We got to go to the Superdome. Uh, they say we need to get to a place that can be set to 45 degrees Fahrenheit. That will cool the that bees. That will cool the bees to such a point that they can't function, and then they will uh, either go comatose or die. But we also have to get all the bees that are now on the car, and we're certain, don't ask us why or how, we know this, but all of the bad bees are on the car. All of them. Because they hate red, they hate German engineering. They're like, you can't just take it to a normal mechanic. You got to take it to a special mechanic. It's yeah. bullshit. They're like, where? Where's these the guys? Engine? These guys were fucking made cars for the Nazis, by the, the back? way. Why? They, 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 they were. Look it up. They made cars for the Nazis, folks. That's what the bees are saying. Yeah, because it's a Volkswagen. No, I'm aware. Okay. The plan is this. Stick with me. It's. Uh, they're like, okay, hold on. All right. Even though these drunken revelers just came screaming up from New Orleans, fucking lit off their asses and killed this guy and along with themselves and ruined this plan, the quietest day in New Orleans is Ash Wednesday. We all know this. The day after Mardi Gras. So they're confident the, pl- the streets will be completely empty. So they're going to send a police car front and back and escort Genie driving the VW bug from the sticks here at this parish that the sheriff is in all the way to the loading dock and onto the field at the Superdome. Yes. Okay. She's like, I can't see out of my windshield. There are too many bees. <laughs> and also, if I turn on the car, like, 
I this thing can't be that airtight. The only thing that I can do is slide these little vents closed. Like, yeah, they're closed. Okay, all right, fine. It's airtight, sure. So they decide that to put this motorcade into action and start rolling towards New Orleans. They're right. rolling down Bourbon Street, and the doc is like talking over a bullhorn saying like you have 60 seconds or these bees are gonna fucking kill you okay well, I, actually, I love this actually this made me laugh so much is that there's so you're hungover on yeah. ash wednesday yes you look out your you window you have to work at red robin and the next like, day you're like what what is going on and then you hear michael park saying you have 60 seconds to evacuate the street there's bees do not Thank make you any, very much. Do not make any sudden noise. Thank Evacuate you. the streets. Thank you. <laughs> there's leave, bees. Leave the city. And he keeps saying, bees. I'm telling you guys, there's bees. And so people start like running into their house. When you know some fucking asshole's got a, a vuvuzela and is just going to blow <laughs> the fuck out of that as soon as he's like, don't make any noise, okay? And they're, they're looking some, at the guy. There's and some street performer that is going to hit his like disco whistle. He's just putting the thing closer <laughs> to his mouth. They're like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" <laughs> yeah, they, all of them would have been murdered. There's no way you could depend on a bunch of hungover like dickheads after a match. It's like it's like rolling through Daytona Beach after spring break and assuming like, yeah, all the dirt bags left. Now it's just pleasant yeah. people that are going to be fine. Hmm. But it tends to work. They so get through we, the city. We have a ten-minute sequence where they're slowly where they're, yeah, driving. Slowly and then, dri- Andrew, screenwriting one hundred and one. Save the cat. Yeah. Escalate the situation and end your movie with people driving slowly. Yeah. And uh, it's always be closing. Yes. Always be closing this movie. <laughs> that's that's what I was saying. Yeah. Over and over. He, please. Gearden got to page seven. He's like, always be closing. Always and he's like, twenty more pages. Oh god. <laughs> so the. All right. I got another VHS scene. It's like, all right, tick, all right. Tick, tick. She's driving, and she says, "I don't know how to. See. I can't see. I can't see." The so bee doctor then... says, "Well, I have a video on how to drive when you can't see." So he puts now, that in. It starts. The car starts to run out of gas, and he's yes. like, "Get into a lower gear." So she gets into a lower gear, and she's like, "That works." And then the car, eventually, right outside of the Superdome, completely runs out of gas. Right. So the bee doctor tells the the sheriff, the the police officer that's in his car, "Get out, Junior." Uses the police car to push the Volkswagen into the Superdome. Right. Meanwhile, the sheriff heads up to talk to the morgue op. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. I I, I, I couldn't find this guy in the credits because I was confident that this was some somebody's dad or like uh, a guy who actually worked for the Superdome. Yes. It's a very old man who apparently runs the air conditioning at the Superdome. I, I assumed that this man's one function in life is to be at the Superdome and run everything. So, but I'm a, I chose in my mind that he was the organ player. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I was. it's my day off. Yeah, I was just I could- here. So the bam, sheriff says, bam, "Can bam, we get bam, this? Bam, 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 <laughs> can we get this to forty-five? Can we get this massive stadium to forty-five degrees?" And he's like, and he's I like don't know. probably not, but whatever." <laughs> so they crank the AC, and it's this tense, like fifteen minutes, like scene where we're seeing a digital readout on the scoreboard showing you that the temperature is slowly it's ticking 80 down, eighty degrees, slowly ticking down. Now it's slowly now it's ticking 79. down. And Jeannie is freaking out because she can't breathe in this airtight Go capsule. <laughs> S- scores around the league. Yeah. 
The sheriff's like, oh, fuck, the Giants are losing. <laughs> Jeannie is freaking out because she doesn't know. Um, if all the bees die, everybody bees... gets free tacos. <laughs> like, oh, okay. She's like, I can't breathe in here. It's too airtight. Um, There's too many bees. She's I'm like, freaking out. She's like, I'm, I'm so sad. She's got space madness. Yeah, she's freaking out. Michael Parks is very dramatically in his own car saying, it's fine. You're doing You're fine. fine. You're doing fine. Finally, the temperature ticks down, ticks down, ticks down. Bees start coming off the car and uh, going into Michael Parks's car. And then he freaks out and then gets out of his car. But when he runs away, they don't chase him. They don't chase him. Huh? You know why? Looks at the scoreboard. 45 degrees. Yeah. Right at that. Uh, this, just right at, at that. Right at that. Killing de- temperature. Like, the bees are like 46. Okay, we're doing fine. Oh, fuck. 45. Oh, dead. dead. They start peeling off the car. Apparently, the organist did it. He lowered the air conditioning. We did it. You did it. Now play the girl from Ipanema. (laughs) Andrew, so many. How many great movies hinge on turning the air conditioning on? (laughs) Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. So Jeannie and Michael Parks embrace. They 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 give a big hug. They walk off the field together. Mm -hmm. And as we pull back. To reveal a bee, a single bee, a single bee buzzing and 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 in a chair. He's in like he's in, he's in a, aisle he has, C. He has terrible he? tickets, is what he does. He's yeah. like near the thirty, but he's like in the way back towards the concessions. He's buzzing and he's moving. It's like I knew that scalper was full of shit. And then he stops moving. Mm? And then the credits show up, and I watched the whole thing because I was expecting that bee to start moving again, right? As a as a you know a, a, almost Hand a comes out of the grave Marvel esque tag at the end yeah. you know we set the seeds for the terror from above or whatever bee will return in <laughs> more bees yeah. Avengers Endgame no apparently they did it the bee died and all the bees are dead we'd kill them all but don't in your version did you hear buzzing yes over the there's credits? buzzing over huh? the credits. But all we see that the bee's dead, and then I'm assuming they're just going to let the fucking uh, grounds crew have to clean all this up. They're also going to have to keep this stuff, this thing, at 45 degrees the entire time, because if they raise the temperature again... No, you just gas the bees now. Oh, you just kill them all? Yeah. Why didn't they just do that in the first place? If they lured all the bees into the... Because the girl was in the car. In the Superdome, then they just... There, it's an airtight capsule. Yeah, but just, the girl just put the oh, flamethrower yeah. to flame it. Throw it's the fine. Car. Yeah, she'll be fine. And that's the end of the Savage Bees. Mark, what did you think of the Savage Bees? Andrew, this movie was weirdly disappointing in a lot of ways. Yeah, because for a movie that ends with cars being driven into the Superdome, it's boring. Yeah, it's really it's boring. shockingly boring. And you would think. Drunk pirate versus spaceman. Like, that's interesting. That's fun. That's That's fun. fun. But again, in the execution, you're like, eh, this is lame. I I feel like they had a lot of money to put this thing together. Like, for production values on some of these TV movies, they always look like dog shit. But, like, here's this production crew that rented out the Superdome. Two boats. The Superdome. A helicopter for car-to-car shots, or ship-to-car shots. Yeah, this looked more expensive than Ants, right? Yes, and they, because they they're all over the place, and they have parade floats, and they, they're, like, in city streets, and it's, it's apparent that they shot in New Orleans. Oh, yes. And they shot on location. And 
On top of that, Michael Parks is good. Ben yes. Johnson's really good. I really liked his character. Yeah, it's a fun cast. It's just he's you know he's a he's a, a put upon small town southern sheriff that has to drag some fucking farmer out of the fucking bayou right. again. He just wants to find who killed his fucking dog. That's all. The inciting incident you is know just that he wants just. Tell me who killed my goddamn dog. You know dog. what would have been a great ending to this movie? And would have won me over. The dog comes back to life? No, that one bee on the bench or on the sh- seat, it starts moving again. And then, boom, the sheriff shoots it <laughs> and says, that one was for bread. <laughs> it, no, he says it's been revoked. Yeah, Because it right. was the queen. She had diplomatic immunity. Oh, that's right. The queen, queen bee says <laughs> diplomatic immunity. He <laughs> says, I'm getting too old for this shit. Or what? What is the line? I don't know. Ah, fuck it. Bang. And then, yeah, then he shoots her. I like the cast. I think it's interesting. It's uh, it's weird because I feel like there was a lot of things that came together for this. Like, like Jaws in 1975. Great. Okay, cool. The Superdome had opened the year prior. Right. So I want to say they were probably like, we want an animal feature that attacks people and New Orleans is willing to spend... Whoa, we're, we're, whoa, whoa. You're telling me that this wasn't a passion project for Gordon Trueblood? <laughs> this wasn't like, his personal 30, tale that had to be told? 30 years he's been pushing this thing. He's been he's been at the studios. They didn't want to do it. Now... They said, I don't know. If, we ever, open a, if we ever open a Superdome, maybe we could work make it happen. You wrote it into this script. <laughs> and it has to be in New Orleans. Yeah. They're like NBC took a chance on us, and this is we're gonna we're gonna pay back in dividends. No, I feel like the tourism board was like, yeah, let come shoot. <laughs> yeah, make a thing about how if you come to New Orleans, you're gonna get killed by bees. No, but they there's there's a difference though between they they went to New Orleans to show they showed off. Here's Mardi Gras. It's 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 an actual location. Yes. Here's all this fun stuff that's happening. Obviously, the bee part, they win in the end for the bees. Yeah. But look at the state of the art stuff here at the Superdome. Oh, my God. Look at this grand stadium. We, we can get it down it to cold. We can get it down to 45 fucking degrees. <laughs> Grandpa lives here. OK, he's that's the only suit he's got. And he plays the organ. I thought it was OK. Looking at the sequel, it looks worse. Because I'm I was sure like, it's worse. I was like, is Ben Johnson in this? No. Is Michael Parks in this? No. There's Genie is in it, but it's not the same actress. We got one of the bees. <laughs> That's right. We got one of the bees, not the one that killed the dog, not uh, the queen, not the queen. It was uh, it was a background player. He was like a stunt. He was in, it's, he's he's in a cut scene in the original. He was really good in it. It's just we didn't have room for yeah. it. I think this movie is worthwhile to check out if you want to see Geared and True Blood, like we. I mean, yeah, if you're following the trajectory of the Geared and True Blood, you know, filmography. I mean, then, it's, yeah, it's, it's then you have it's to watch this. It. It's 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 ants. It's tarantulas. The deadly cargo. Yeah, you know his his bug trilogy. Yeah. it's like red, white, and blue. <laughs> it's it's uh it's you kind of have films to really talk to each other. <laughs> Uh, it's, um, it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's got great production values and there's some weird scenes in it, but it wasn't, it wasn't boring up until the end of the third act. Yeah. When it's supposed to be exciting. When it's supposed to be, here's, it's, it, it becomes a bomb diffusion movie at that point. Yeah. Once he shows up in his bomb suit. How do we move? How do we finish this movie while driving really slowly? 
they're like, can we drive fast? No, no, no. That would that would make too much sense. Are you sure that the bees couldn't get into the cab in some other way? I I feel like just is it only the fans Andrew, that Andrew, connect to the cabin? Andrew, I, I'm not a mechanic. Andrew. Yeah. Let's go out to my car. Okay. I'm gonna get in my car. Okay. If you get into my car through one of the vents, I'm not. Well, I'm not. Then you're I'm right. not trying to get into the vents, but then like you're right. But like I could, I could, you know, I could come up through well, the the floorboards. No, you can't. Well, she's in some piece of shit VW Bug. I'm pretty sure that there's a there's like there's even, not that even, much of a difference between a piece of shit VW Bug and the Tesla three that I'm driving. <laughs> it's the one that Elon Musk sent to space. Yes. Yeah. There's a reason he sent it to space. That's right, because he's crazy. Oh. 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 Yeah, that makes sense. Mark, that's going to do it for this episode of TV Movie Night. What's up for next time? Well, find out. Find out. We'll see what's going to happen. Got some episodes in the can. There's some stuff coming up, but... Mark and I have to take some. Uh, we have to. We have to do some fucking work. All right. This isn't our only well, goddamn job. Well, I have to go on that wilderness retreat. Oh, that's right. I, I do have to go this. find myself in the forest. <laughs> You're going to work. I have to work. Mark. Uh, Mark is going to take a wilderness retreat that uh, is uh, mysteriously also in the same location as a rehab facility. <laughs> it's interesting. Yes. It's interesting how those two tend to overlap every six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time I talk to the judge. <laughs> but uh, we will have some stuff in store, so s- stick with us, if you will. But if you'd always, if you'd like to listen to past episodes and enjoy the times that we had, you can go to SoundCloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and get all the information there at Facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can follow us on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast there. Leave a review. You can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. And you can email us and get all the news and views that maybe you aren't getting in audio form, but we can send you directly in an email form at tvmovienightpodcast at gmail.com. Again, all the information and more. SoundCloud.com forward slash podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, I want you to look at this diagram that I made for the show. Ooh. It's a new format. You see right here, there's a there's a picture of a, a box, oh. and it says the show. Yeah. And then you do you see that arrow? Yeah, I do. It uh, And then uh, attached to the arrow, it says it's good now. Oh. And so then, I think that's all we have to do. Oh. Just make a good, now, a I good also, thing in this box. Uh, what is, what is, there's a water slide that you've also written there. So the box is the box is on a water slide. There's like, there's a sun with a smiling face. Yeah, but the it's good part. Okay, that that's that's smart. That's, that's important. Smart. We but... can we can do this. Okay. <laughs>